0: If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This is one of our favorite episodes of the year. It's our first glance at the season win total numbers we will be all over the nfl draft the next two weeks but now that the win total numbers are out we had to at least discuss it i think most of you know i'm ross tucker former nfl offensive lineman bunch of media gigs now bunch of podcasts love even money love how many of you watch and listen it's incredible at ross tucker nfl is my social handle we are at ross tucker pod the admitted Star of the show is the great Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports does an incredible job on this show. I can't even remember. What were you up, like 60-some units during the NFL season? Something crazy, Steve? I do not have the numbers. (laughs) Something like that. I can look it up. Listen, Most of you guys listen every week, so you know he was up a lot. All right. We got to start with this, Steve. I don't ever remember the season win totals coming out this early. We don't have the draft yet. That's still a couple weeks away. We don't even know the schedules. I mean, we know the schedule, but we don't know the rest, you know, the when, the bye week, that kind of stuff. And yet, here I am looking at DraftKings Sportsbook, looking at the season win totals is this the earliest it's ever come out yes the sports books don't like to release it before the
1: draft now it's true we don't know when we know who you're going to play we don't know when and we don't and but we do know where and it's true that some teams will catch the raw end in terms of back-to-back-to-back games and the like, but it really isn't all that significant. Your opponents are more significant, who you have to play. So there's enough information on the schedule. The real problem is everything can change in the draft, not just with who you're drafting, but, you know, the trades inevitably that will occur and teams getting better and, or worse. And frankly, we had unprecedented quarterback movement early in the year here. So a lot of the questions have already been answered in terms of who's going to be uh, with each team. So that helped DraftKings in setting these numbers. But what's interesting is that not only did DraftKings go first to the market with these numbers, everyone else is chicken, Ross. No one else has put up their numbers despite DK putting theirs up.
0: And
1: that speaks volumes for – you've got to give accolades to DraftKings.
0: I love it. Um, To me, it makes a lot of sense, Steve, because – People like to bet. And if you're the first one to put the numbers up, people are going to see where they think that there's value. And so for DraftKings, people that are anxious to look at next season, they love the NFL. Maybe they feel like, kind of like Will Brinson was telling us last week about getting Scotty Schreffler during waste management. I mean, this is your chance to get the numbers now to get, to get before we know the schedule before like, I would imagine, Steve, that there's more value now, right? Oh, absolutely. And why are we going to tie up our money
1: in April when we're not going to get paid till January? So that's going to be nine months. Well, I'm certainly not going to make a wager that I could make in September, right before the NFL season starts, if I'm going to get the same number. So it has to be a bet that I really like. and It has to be a bet that I don't think that that number is going to be out there when everyone else comes to market with the numbers, so I'm looking to bet what I would say are mistakes in their valuation. It's my opinion versus draft DraftKings. Three months from now, it's going to be my opinion against the rest of the world. When everybody else puts their numbers up and the numbers converge to a market consensus, I'm a lot more confident that I can find mistakes or misvaluations by one organization than the entire world's valuation.
0: Does it make you nervous that it's before the draft and before the schedule? Are you more likely to wait um, until maybe right after the draft or right after the schedule? Or do you feel like those items are negligible enough, especially with all the quarterback movement we've already had and not expected to be a ton of rookie quarterback movement uh, draft picks that of consequence that you can do it now? Depends on the team. Some teams will have more question marks.
1: Is Drew Locke really going to be Seattle's quarterback? I don't know. Too much uncertainty with Seattle in regards to that. Not nearly as much uncertainty with a bunch of other teams that I'm willing to go ahead and fire on right now.
0: So let's go through it, Steve. Remember, we do this right before the season. Those are the numbers we get graded on. But we actually do this a couple times in the offseason. We'll do it now when it first comes out. We'll do it after the draft and after the schedule comes out. We'll take another look at it. And then our final look is always right before the season starts after the preseason. So right after that third preseason game, maybe even that week is when we look at it. So we're just going to go through, Steve, and just say uh, seems about right or I kind of like the over, I kind of like the under. First glance, we'll start with the Detroit Lions. Their number is I don't know, by the way, I'm looking at this right now. Is there any rhyme or reason to how Draftkings has this listed? It's not alphabetical. It's not by division. Uh, it's, I, I'm, I don't really under, I don't really know why they have it like this. Any idea, Steve? You know it's strange because there there
1: does not appear to be rhyme or reason that what the good books do is the good books. What, what is basic strategy rather is to go alphabetical by city name. that's what I prefer. Some books go by division, both of those are good. I've seen the books go alphabetical by mascot. I never really understood that one. and some books it's almost like it's just whenever they, whenever they got their work done on each team boom, that team came up and that's certainly not uncommon and I think that's what Draftkings did.
0: yeah I'm not I'm not sure I quite understand that. but then again, I don't understand why everybody doesn't immediately get the sampler from Omaha Steaks. It is ridiculous. The filets, the pork chops, the jumbo franks, the meatballs. I mean, you get 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers. To me, this is what April's about. How about people? I, I remember back in the day, Steve, grilling all day in college with my buddies during the draft. This is back when the first round. I guess first three rounds were on Saturday. Just grilling all day. Delicious burgers. With my buddies. Brats. Hot dogs. Highly encourage you. If you're going to do it. Make sure you get them from Omaha Steaks. I, I, I haven't talked about Omaha Steaks in a couple of years. It's by far the best value. You save over 50%. Plus, you'll get 12 Omaha Steaks burgers free. Every order is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee to deliver perfection in every single bite, every single time. Visit omahasteaks.com. Type the keyword even in the search bar. Order today. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks have been the leader of gourmet steaks and food over a century. No one, and I mean no one, comes close to matching their flavor, tenderness, value. Fifth generation owned and operated is amazing. You can trust Omaha Steaks to deliver quality worthy of their name. Visit omahasteaks.com. Keyword even. That's the key. Type keyword even in the search bar and order the Omaha sampler.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
0: Today. All right, let's do a little sample of these teams, Steve. Detroit Lions. Over under six. I am
1: neutral on Detroit. Let me pull back the curtain real quick. My first steps, I put in every single team's number. They averaged 8.54 wins, Ross. You would think they should average 8.5, right? 17 games. They actually should average 8.45 because you can have a tie. Detroit had a tie last year. And that doesn't sound very significant, 8.45 versus 8.55. That's a tenth of a win, and that's pretty much what the VIG is if you're charging minus 110. So if you bet every single team under right now, you should break even. You bet every single team over, you're a big underdog because you're really paying all the VIG on the over bet. So all things being equal, you want to look to play unders. Now, the NFC is an interesting animal. They get the nine home games this year. The AFC has the, eight, has the nine road games. So the NFC has the advantage this year. So the sweet spot is to look to play AFC teams to go under. That's both good subsets. There's a bias towards the numbers being slightly too high. And the numbers are not reflecting enough the fact the AFC has to hit the road for nine games. And the AFC stacked. Big time. So they got to play each other. So that's good. Even though those teams are better than the NFC still 12, 17th of your schedule obviously
0: resides in your conference. This is an interesting number to me. Packers are at, Oh, by the way, for the lions, I got nothing. Six sounds about right to me. Um, I don't think the division's that great, but I don't think they're that improved either. Packers are at 11. Weren't they like eight and a half or nine and a half last year? Something crazy. We crushed the over. I mean, now they lose Devontae Adams and they're a game and a half higher. I'm not sure I understand that. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting how the Packers just kept
1: winning 13 games and their season win number kept being eight and a half to nine. And it looks like the market has finally more than corrected. It's time to lean under with the Packers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lean under probably as well. Eagles are eight and a half. I'll lean over. They won nine games last year. According to Warren Sharp last week on the Ross Tucker football podcast, they have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL again. I don't think they're going to be worse this year with the three first-round picks coming up with all their young players like Hertz and the receivers a year older. They brought in Hassan Redick. I'll take the over on the Eagles. And the division's still not good. As long as Hertz keeps
1: running the ball and minimizes his passes so that when he does pass, he's efficient, I would agree. I could only look over with the Eagles. How about the Chiefs' number being 10.5, Steve? And it actually opened 11, so that's a movement down to 10.5. I'm part of that. I went ahead and pounded the KC team to go under. You know, I think this is a big deal with uh, losing Tyreek Hill. I, I'm valued at one worth one and a half points with Kansas City, but you know what? He might even be worth two because he opens up everyone else so much, and he's uniquely qualified to help Mahomes just improvise plays and be able to wing the ball down the field. I think Kansas City in that division—it's so stacked. I see it. I see ten wins. I don't see more.
0: Wow. Um, I think that number's right. <coughs> I, I'm not taking the under on ten and a half, but I guess I'll kind of believe the rest of the divisions as good as we keep saying they are when they show it. You know, we always say that about the Raiders or the Chargers, and yet the Chiefs are always better. And we'll see about the Broncos. What about the Patriots? They're at eight and a half, Steve. Yeah, so
1: Miami has really stepped up their game, and they. I think are the second best teams in the division at some point, how motivated and how great is bill Belichick to get his team up and to get him up with the preparation, knowing that they're just an average team. Then that being said, we don't make money betting against Belichick, do we?
0: So I'm going to pass. Yeah. I would only lean over there with them getting nine or 10 wins. The bucks are at 11 and a half. man you imagine if these numbers had come out before Brady came out of retirement? And uh, I get it that Brady comes back and now
1: he's going to be able to recruit and, and retain all the, the, the best players, and that's a big factor. Todd Bowles is not a good NFL coach. He is a below-average NFL coach. You've got a quarterback who's 45, and we're going to expect him to be as good as last year. It just can't be. I have to go under eleven and a half. I know the division stakes. I'm still
0: looking under. Um, yeah, I I would only lean over there. I, I, their that division is horrible. I mean, really, really bad. What about the Titans at nine and a half?
1: You know, Derrick Henry did not look good when he came back, and he had so much usage over the years. It sure feels like this is a team that had that five-game streak that was just so impressive where they beat five playoff teams. But um, are they really going to get better? No. Maybe they don't need to get better in that division with four cupcake games. I'll pass it.
0: Yeah, I'll pass as well because of the division, but they're a team I might look to go under on. What about the Vikings? I feel like this is the 37th consecutive year. Their numbers nine. And the 37th consecutive year, I'll kind of shrug and say, yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Yeah, and it seems like they finished 500 or right below every year. You know, I don't like the intangibles with the Vikings. I, I I don't like, you know, the quarterback doesn't get vaxxed and they find ways to lose games that they should win. Their defense got so gets so injured seemingly every year. It just seems like the Vikings have become underachievers in recent years. I'm going to lean under.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lean under as well. I think I saw where our buddy Warren Sharp said last week that they've only won more than eight games one time with Cousins there. Now with the new coach and every, I, I don't know. I, I'm not predicting them to go over nine and get the ten wins. What about the Colts at nine and a half? You know, I'm torn on the Colts. I um, I just don't know what
1: to think about their quarterback upgrade and how much of an upgrade it really will be. If it if that's the case, the rest of that squad is absolutely loaded. Um and oftentimes, you know, you change the scenery, you look at Matthew Stafford and how well that that worked. I guess I'm going to lean actually over with the Colts because the division's so bad.
0: I tend to agree. I I think Wentz cost them a few games last year. I'll lean over. I think that they they needed a guy like Ryan, at quarterback. How about his former team, the Falcons? Five, Steve, five. That might be the lowest of any team in the NFL. The, you know It's interesting. The NFL is a lot
1: better on the bottom than it was in prior years, right? Because um, you know, we've had years like the Texans. How low did they get last year? That, that number went down to three and a half you know, right before the season started for their expectation last year.
0: Uh, What do you got for Atlanta? I got
1: nothing on Atlanta. I I don't want to play the lowest team under, but uh, I think the Falcons are really going to stink. Five is a good number. Jaguars are at six. Jaguars under right now would be my best bet. Actually, I've done some work on those Jaguars. I got their schedule in front of me. They're going to be favored in one game. I've got a minus three hosting Houston. I don't have him favored in any other game. When I computed the I changed the spreads to what the expected money lines would be. I've got him with 5.7 wins, Ross. And frankly, I think I'm being a little generous with some of these point spreads. Uh, this is just a bad football team with a quarterback that does not love football, clearly, and is unwilling to run the ball and has been disappointed in his passing acumen. Jaguars, four and 13. We go under six. That's the best bet. Wow. Doesn't love football. Where did you get the Trevor Lawrence doesn't love football? uh, When he was at Clemson, he spent his Sundays with his girlfriend and said he did never watch the NFL on Sunday.
0: Ooh, interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. What about the Rams, ten and a half? Seems about right. There might be um, the little
1: hangover from having won it, and now you're in la-la land, and you're in celebratory mode. But the Rams are stacked. It, you know, I'm going to pass.
0: Yeah, th- I'm, that's kind of a pass for me as well. The Niners' number is 10, Steve. That feels high to me. It, what are the odds it's going to be Trey Lance this year for the Niners versus Jimmy? Very Gister?
1: high. How are they going to win 11 games? That guy can't play a lick right now. I can only look under. If you told me right now, Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback every game, it would be a massive bet under the 10 wins.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like the under on the Niners as well. That's surprising to me. Chargers are 10-2, Steve. Yeah, you know, poor Brandon Staley
1: has caught a lot of flack from the media. I actually love the fact he's so hyper-aggressive if anything, he's a little too aggressive, and I'm a super aggressive guy. You know, I value that, but he's taking it to new extremes. But with Herbert, he's th- that's the right quarterback to play that way. All that talent, but you know that division is so loaded. And, I mean, are, are all these guys going to win all their games out of division? Because they're going to have to get to their numbers. So I'll lean under with the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I'd probably have a slight lean under, but 10 sounds about right. The Saints are at eight. This is very interesting. So
1: I'm going to lean under on the Saints, and it's all about coaching. You lose Sean Payton, second best coach in the NFL. And that's a huge deal, and I don't think it's being taken into consideration enough. If Payton was still coaching the team, I'd probably be looking over, but I, the coaching downgrade I will go on.
0: I tend to agree. I'd probably go under. Um, I like Dennis Allen, but I, I don't know. I'd probably lean under with the Saints. What about the Bills? Eleven and a half, which I think is as high of a number as is out there.
1: Yeah, eleven and a half looks right to me. You know, I hate futures bets. We talk about that, but if there's one futures bet I would make, it would be the Bills plus seven fifty to win the Super Bowl because they're my clear cut best team, and it's going to take a lot. For anybody to beat them in that division, I think they got a real good chance in a stacked AFC to get that number one seed. Now that Kansas City is um, taken down a notch without having the Cheetah,
0: Carolina is at six. Seems pretty clear, Steve. They're going to have a rookie quarterback because Baker Mayfield doesn't want to go there. Who else could they get? I guess maybe Jimmy G right before the year after they. He recovers from shoulder surgery, so Jimmy G's a possibility, but I kind of think they're going to take a quarterback, which would almost make me lean under with a rookie quarterback in there.
1: Yeah, they they've been underperforming year in and year out. The Darnold experiment has not worked. Um, you got to wonder about Rule and his relationships with all of his Temple players. I guess those are those are going to be good, but um, this is an organization. This has not worked. And I could only look under. Jets are five and a half. J E T S, just end the season. I could only look under.
0: I could only look under, too. Warren Sharp said last week on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast they've got the second toughest schedule in the league. The Jets. They don't get uh, to play I, themselves. I, yeah, exactly dolphins are at nine dolphins have a higher win total than the patriots steve you talked about it earlier yeah
1: at nine i gotta look under i get it the dolphins are loaded and every, everyone's talking about how improved that they're going to be yeah but they're they had a coaching downgrade and now they're the overhyped team and they have a, a difficult schedule I have
0: to – got to win 10 games to beat me. Tua still can't get the ball down the field under. Nine seems about right to me, but if I had to fire on it, I would fire under. Raiders at eight and a half. You know, the Raiders keep beating
1: me. Every year I bet the Raiders to go under, and every year the Raiders statistically aren't very good, and they go over. So it's going to happen again this year because they're clearly the worst team in their division. And I know they're better than they were on paper than, you know, than last year. So I'm betting them under again, Ross, under the eight and a half, and they'll probably find a way to win nine and beat me again.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to see how that Josh McDaniels goes there. The fact that he already kind of made that comment about Derek Carr's contract makes me wonder a little bit. Plus the division is so stacked and I think they've got some bad karma getting rid of basachia and Mayock after what they did last year. So I would look under on the Raiders. Giants are at seven. I'm a little surprised by that number. You know, this is
1: interesting because if you had told me the Giants number was five and a half, I would have been like, yeah, I had had the Giants as the worst team in the NFL at the end of the year last year. What has happened to make them suddenly a seven-win team? Now, I get it. Joe Judge was a terrible coach that everyone was angry at. So that's got to be an upgrade regardless of who you replace him with. But um,
0: they got to win eight games to beat you under seven, Giants. Totally agree. I'll go under seven on the Bears, too. You know, a new coach, their roster's not very good. I think the jury's still out on fields under seven for the Bears for me also. I agree with you big time. I think the Bears are kind of one of those teams that,
1: People perceive that they're better than they are because they did make you know, the playoffs in two years. But um, by all accounts, this squad is much weaker than prior years. They're somewhat overachieved. I don't see how the Bears are going to have a winning record. The only number that beats you is eight. And it wouldn't
0: surprise me. The Bears, the wheels could fall off. They could go four and 13 this year. What about the Broncos at 10? Another AFC West team right in there at 10. You know, they all can't win twelve. And at some point when you get a division
1: that's so stacked, you just gotta look at under at all of the teams. So I'm a big fan of Russell Wilson. I do think it's gonna take some time for him to acclimate to any new system. I'll I'll lean under the ten.
0: Ten's about right for me. Cowboys ten and a half. Give me the under. They're not better. I mean, they're not better losing Amari Cooper and Randy Gregory and these guys. I don't see how you bet the over on the Cowboys.
1: Bad head coach,
0: uh, overpaid
1: quarterback that's not improving. Way overpaid running back that um, isn't even the best running back on the team. Uh, lose key key pieces of the offense and the defense. This is the year the you know eight eight and one might win that division this year. That's just It's going to be another scrum in the nfc east under yes
0: seahawks are at six
1: steve if the seahawks don't get a quarterback they're in deep deep trouble especially in that division i don't think they're going to get a quarterback because they're all
0: been taken pretty much i will lean under they're going to get baker mayfield would that change your number on them yes baker mayfield was injured all year
1: long baker mayfield is an average quarterback and an average quarterback, Seattle would suddenly be able to win seven seven games.
0: Yeah, I kind of think they're going to get Baker, and I kind of like the over there because I think they'll win seven or eight games with Baker with something to prove. The Commanders, they're number seven and a half. Give me the under. Turmoil again. Wentz, I'll take the under. You know, you play for a whole bunch of different football teams, Ross. Was there any one of them
1: that just had a, a black – cloud over it like washington does now and it just hurt your the camaraderie
0: of the players when you went in or were you just professionals and you kind of blocked that all out probably cleveland when i got traded there it just felt it just felt like everyone knew you were going to lose and you got yeah. to
1: like what am i doing in washington what what did i what how did i talk my agent into letting me sign with these guys right it's got to hurt your, your, your productivity and your and you've got to sell out as a player. You, I mean, in, in in terms of you know the the effort you put forth on the field, it just seems like you see so many players make business decisions in terms of running out of bounds and the like versus other teams for for um, the whatever they're calling themselves these days, the Washington football team. Can't help. Cardinals are at nine. Now this is curious with all the problems that Murray has had with the social media and everything else for the Cardinals still to be sporting a nine. I really expected eight and a half. I get it. The team's always much better the first half of the year than
0: the second half of the year. I think there might be a hangover. I'm going to play under the nine. Yeah, I can't go over. I'm not picking them to win 10 or more. Texans have the lowest number actually at four and a half. I kind of like the over on four and a half. They got rid of the Watson distraction. I think Davis Mills is decent. I'm not impressed by the rest of their division. Give me the Texans. I think they'll have a better coach. Uh, Give me the Texans to win five games. Mm, I'm not sure they have a better coach. Um, They're going to win four or
1: five. I'll pass.
0: Steelers, seven and a half. And I know you hate the Steelers, Steve, and every year you take the under and every year they hit the over. I don't know if I can do it this year, man. I always take the over with the Steelers. It always hits for me. I don't know. Not in that division with Trubisky and Deshaun Watson with Cleveland now. That number looks about right to me. I might actually go under and bet this to be the first year that Mike Tomlin has a losing record. You know, it's interesting. A lot of times
1: the division games get pushed towards later in the schedule. So this is a case we talked about how in most cases, it really doesn't matter when you play these teams. But if you have to play Cleveland later in the year, because you figure Watson probably, what are you hearing, Ross, going to be out for four games, maybe six?
0: Four four or six,
1: they say. So if those are back-ended and they don't play Cleveland until Halloween, you know, that's a big deal. Uh, the Bengals obviously smashed Pittsburgh twice last year. Baltimore is going to be much better. That's just too tough of a division. Yeah, I'll lose again. Play the Pittsburgh's up, Pittsburgh under. Lose some more money playing the Steelers
0: under. By the way, the Browns are off the board because of the Watson suspension uh, news. Waiting to see what that is. Bengals are at 10, Steve. Seems a half game too
1: high. If the Bengals had just lost to the Titans, if the Titans hadn't forgotten how to play offense, the Bengals would be lined at nine and a half this year. Now, having said that, can we completely discount the fantastic game they played against Kansas City and in the Super Bowl? Maybe we shouldn't, um, but a half game's enormous. I think the Bengals could easily be at nine wins going into week 17 and have been in good shape to get over nine and a half. Ten's a different story, I'll lean under Baltimore Ravens are nine and a half. The Ravens were so injured. That secondary so decimated. I actually think bounce back year for the Ravens would not surprise me at all to see the Ravens win the division this year. I'll lean over.
0: Totally agree with everything you just said. I think they do win that division this year. I like the Ravens with the over. I also love doing these season win tolls. We'll do it again. After the official NFL schedule comes out and we get the numbers on rest data and after the draft, check him out at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. You can always go ahead and get the highlight clips of this show or full episode of any of our shows as well over at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 100Gambler or in Indiana one hundred nine with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires twenty five times playthrough and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.